You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Thursday, January 28th, as always and possibly forever. I am your host with sometimes the most, Javier Reyes of this here Lockdown Padres Podcast, guys. You can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is Javapeno, which is spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. You can feel free if you would like, only if you would like, if you insist, you can hit me up on either of those two accounts and, uh, I don't know, ask me any of your questions, your comments, your concerns, and I'll be sure to get back to you and maybe even put them here on the show as part of a, a mailbag or something like that. Today's episode, guys, though. Today's episode. It's been long prophesized. It's been delayed by something like a month now. It's a month-long delay because of all the madness that transpired, all the the transactions with the Padres, because A.J. Preller, of course, is a madman. He decided to trade for Blake Snell, trade for you, Darvish, sign Hassan Kim, re-sign Jerks and Profar. I mean, the man just, he don't stop. He knows that. Trade for Joe Musgrove. Can't forget Joe Musgrove. Apparently, he's a big Padres fan growing up. Really exciting stuff, guys. So, just so everybody, it's just so we're squared away, guys. We are doing the top 20 Padres moments of the 2020 Padres. Uh, started this back a month ago uh, with the top 20 to 15 uh, in the countdown. That was the Denelson Lament tier. I will link in the description of this podcast if you'd like to go back and listen to that. But just a little bit of a recap. Number 20 was Austin Nola throws out two runners in his first game. Really exciting. September 3rd game against the Angels because we just acquired Austin Nola and apparently he wasn't great at throwing runners out and seeing him throw out two guys at the start of that was very exciting. Number 19, Denelson Lament's near no hitter against the Diamondbacks August 9th. Sounds crazy to have had that one in the uh, the top 20, considering it was an almost no hitter. Well, that's why it was 19. And admittedly, it was still an exciting, incredible moment that ended up pretending of what an incredible uh, rest of season that Denelson Lamette was about to have, that he was going to mold into a borderline Cy Young candidate. Number 18 was Grisham's walk-off against the Giants in one of the last games of the season. Love seeing Trent do something well. It was a big power kind of moment for him. He had been going through a little bit of a slump, and so were the Padres, and I think they needed that. Gave him a little bit of a nice way to kind of end the season. And not to hate on the Giants too much, but it basically ended the Giants' postseason bid. Number 17, I said Machado's catch in right field back in August, bottom second against the Rangers, those oh-so-dreaded Rangers, who we'll be talking about more on today's episode, believe me. Uh, really fun moment of just Machado, and this wasn't the first time he just was catching balls in right field, but this catch specifically was incredible, and we talked about that. And then number 16, the Rockies game just as a whole earlier in the year, July 31st, the day after my birthday, Tatis, when he tied it with two outs in the ninth on a 2-1 count with a home run, uh, the Padres get three more with Tommy Pham that inning with his home run, and Kirby Yates nearly blows it. He allows two runs, and then Pomerantz has to come in and get them out of the jam. Just in, just a genuinely amazing game that I felt deserved to have its own spot on the top 20 list. But that's enough of the previous ones, guys. Uh, if you want to go listen back for more detailed explanation of each of those moments, no problem. You could go check that out. I have no problem with that. But now, enough of that. We all know about what happened about the goal. Let's get into the now continuing the top 20 moments of the 2020 Padres, guys. 
before was the Denelson Lament tier, and now we enter into the next tier, numbers 15 through 11 on my top 20 moments, guys. We are naming this the Jake Cronenworth tier of moments for the 2020 Padres, guys. And starting things off with number 15 on my list being named after the sir that this tier lit this this tier of the list is like and I can't pronounce anything correctly. Jake Cronenworth's great defensive plays in one of his first games. It was Cronin Wizardry, I guess you could say. Another way to great name for puns, I must say, Mr. Jake Cronenworth. Lined and caught at first by Cronenworth. He goes up and brings it down. This kid is getting it all done. If you guys remember, it was one of Jake Cronenworth's first games, uh, not his first official game, his first official game, actually. He had a great hit um, trying to make a, this comeback against the D, in the D-back series. It was like one of the last games of the series. He hits like one off the right field wall. It was a pinch hit situation. That was really exciting and whatnot, but it was just one moment. Instead, this is a little bit, maybe some would say this is a little bit too high, but I really like this. This was a game early on in the season when he had to replace Eric Hosmer at first base, and he made two great defensive plays, and it was just... Admittedly, maybe this is a little inside joke kind of thing, but you know, I talked with other people on the podcast before who were in on Jake Carter with it. We were trying to start this bandwagon, so seeing him like kind of immediately make an impact in the field was so much fun. And I thought that it didn't pretend quite as much because let's let's be honest, we didn't know Jake Cronenworth was going to be as good as he ended up being. But it was so exciting just seeing him make all these plays. And we're all like, oh my god, maybe he could play first base for us while Hosmer's out, which was a big deal, especially not that we you know the the stock on Hosmer wasn't you know super high I think heading into the season but still him being hurt might have put the team at a bad uh, spot because the depth wasn't always necessarily there which is one of the criticisms that I've had about the Padres and they of course ended up ameliorating that throughout the rest of the season but this was a really just an incredible moment and was you know fortuitous I guess for what Cronenworth would be and how much of an impact he would have on the team. And that's it. The Jake Cronenworth tier, guys. Had to get him in there. You know, had to. I just had to. You got to Jake. I wish I could just name one of the, in the top 20, I wish it just Jake Cronenworth would be like the fifth thing on the list. But I wanted to choose a more specific moment. Now let's move on to number 14. In my opinion, in my opinion, and in fairness, my opinion is always right, except when I'm wrong and we don't talk about those times. Number 14 on my list, guys, is Myers' home run off of Madison Bumgarner in the first inning. This is an early game on in the season, but the reason I'm putting this here, admittedly, this is a Homer very biased pick on my part. I've talked about on the podcast how I really can't stand Madison Bumgarner, and he's annoying. But this home run was kind of the beginning. This was the game when the Padres scored like nine runs off of home runs against him. You could see the fastball velocity was awful. But for me, it's one of the top moments because it really basically was the beginning of the end of Madison Bumgarner's season and might be the end of just his career in terms of just at all thinking you're going to get anything of worth from him. We'll have to see how that situation, I guess, pans out for the Dimebacks, who were just a disaster this year on basically every level. But I really can't stand Madison Bumgarner. And also another part about this was that Myers famously does his little bat flip every now and then. And Madison Bumgarner, you could see, get annoyed by that. So I just love that Myers did that, and I love that he you know continues right around the base the bases, and just signified kind of the end, the beginning of the end of this titan that had been on the Giants staff and tormenting us for so many years. And in my opinion, being a bit of a jerk when it comes to all these unwritten rules and nonsense, and I don't think enough people talk about it because he's a great winner, like an all timer, like maybe a future Hall of Famer. So that's probably why people don't uh, talk about him, or maybe he's not a future Hall of Famer. I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers or anything like that, but uh, definitely a Hall of Fame Giants player for sure. So that was a really fun one for me. Uh, definitely one that's a little bit of a horror pick. Maybe it's a little bit too high on the list, but still, I felt like I had to include it. 
And before we get to the last three of this Jake Cronenworth tier, numbers 13, 12, and 11, I need to take a second, guys, and talk to you about something that is super yummy. No, 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 it is not anything to do with the Padres. Trust me, we got plenty of that, guys. I want to talk to you about the best protein bars around, everybody. You've heard me talk about them plenty of times. I love these things so much. They are built bars, guys. You guys already know they're covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew, which is already like, oh man, you're already being reeled in with with those factoids being listed, right? But get this, one of my favorite things about Built Bar guys is the amazing variety of flavors that they have. All right? They have 12 original flavors: coconut, almonds, raspberry, german chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie. Those are super good. Like like, like let's make no mistake, those are super yummy. And even if those flavors Maybe you don't like them. You know, I don't necessarily like mint brownie as a flavor for thing. I'm not a big mint guy. Well, I really like the Built Bar flavor for that. And that says a lot to uh, how tasty these things are. And they've got six amazing new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. And let me tell you, my favorite of those, I've officially tried those things. Apple almond crisp is probably my favorite of any of the flavors, which I didn't think that the 12 originals could be topped. I really did it. And apple almond crisp is just mine, man. I'd love for you. Hey, send me your responses on Twitter if you want to let me know what your favorite Bilt Bars. I'd love to hear from you because they're so good, guys. I cannot stress that enough. And of course, the best part of all, they are healthy for you. They're great for the keto diet thanks to high fiber, high protein, low sugar, and a low amount of calories. So what are you waiting for, man? Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Remember that is promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BiltBar.com. And next up, talking about something that isn't something you eat, but it is something you drive. That's right. Vroom, vroom, everybody. Get your engines uh, running. I need to talk to you about rockauto.com, the best car website out there. Believe me, guys. And first and foremost, rockauto.com. Here's something that would make my boy Dominic Toretto of the Fast and Furious franchise happy. It is a family business because it's always about family, guys. Serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. That's right, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Super convenient. That's awesome. But that's not the only thing that's convenient, guys. So is their website. So is their catalog, right? The rockout.com catalog is really easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. That's right, you prefer. And best of all, best of all, man, best of all, Prices at rockout.com, they're always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why? Just ask yourself. You guys are smart people. You listen to this podcast. That's how I know you guys are smart people. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same amount of parts? Does that make any sense? No, it does not, guys. So go to rockout.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And now let's transition out of that, guys. Continuing the top 20 moments in this Jake Cronenworth tier. Number 13 
on my list. I would say the most underrated Padre in general on the team this year. It's, it's a close one. It's close. There's a lot of underrated guys uh, on the Padres, I think, sometimes. But I'd say this is the most underrated guy. First, let's pour one out for him because he's no longer on the team. That is Zach Davies' eight innings against the Astros. Okay, so here's the thing. Back when we purchased the state of Texas and we swept both the Rangers and the Astros, which was amazing and really was the sign of the Padres becoming the ultimate team of the league and the most exciting team in baseball. Well, I actually think one of the most underrated moments was when Davies was able to go eight innings because if you guys remember, back around this time, well, we knew that Zach Davies had been performing pretty well so far, but this is arguably his best start. But more importantly, it was his most important start because around this time, the bullpen had been reeling. Remember, guys, the Padres' bullpen was really bad at what point of the year. It was actually really frustrated because that was projected to be, along with Fam, oddly enough, uh, was supposed to be one of the only advantages that the Padres had over every other team in the division. Instead, it turned out Fam got hurt, and the bullpen was a mess at the beginning of the year. Kirby Yates is a mess, as I talked about in that great Colorado game earlier on in the year. He blows the save, he gets hurt, we have all these guys just just really inconsistent, Matt Strom and Emilio Pagan, who was a huge huge bust of an acquisition, obviously, and of course, the man that everyone on Padres Twitter freaks out and gets annoyed about, Craig Stammen, all those guys had been messing up, so for... Zach Davies to come in and do eight innings. He gives up like two runs, but still, he was so good throughout the game. Remember, also keep in mind, the Astros were on fire at this point. The Astros weren't very good this year, but they had been heating up around this point, and the Padres were one of the teams that actually quelled the fire. So I actually think that added to even more why people started liking the Padres this year because we stopped the evil Astros and all their momentum that was being built up. Of course, they ended up making the ALCS anyway, which is really unfortunate, but it was still a really great moment, and I really think that we should all give give a shout out to Zach Davies. If you guys want, while I'm at it, I might as well. I wrote about Zach Davies for Friars on Base, a little tribute, back before he was even traded. So I wasn't one of those people, you know, that we like to do that media cycle thing where a guy is traded away or is gone or leaves or retires or whatever, or worse, passes away, that we all start doing the tribute pieces. I did it before he was traded. I I was giving my thanks to Zach Davies. So I'll link that in the description as well if you guys want to check that out. I always like writing about the Padres. Um, But yes, shout out Zach Davies. Gone, but absolutely never forgotten. Now, number 12 on the list of the top 20 moments is in my opinion, in my opinion, this is this one's biased for sure. Another biased one on this uh 15 through 11 countdown. Um, in my opinion, the most underrated play of the entire season, underrated moment of the entire season, and that is Myers' grand slam the day after the Fernando Tatis 3-0 incident. Myers drives one out towards deep left center field. Back goes Heinemann at the wall. It's gone. Another grand slam for the Padres. Tatis last night. Today it is Will Myers. And with one swing of the bat, the Padres take a 4-0 lead. The reason why I really want to stress this one is because like, keep in mind, we're all, this is around, I think this was a 1 o'clock game, and basically the discourse all morning, and all night for that matter, thanks to the the comments by the manager of the Rangers, and even uh, Jace Tingler for the Padres, everyone's talking about this Tatis 3-0 thing, and everyone's like, oh my god, what's going to happen tomorrow? And for Will Myers to come up, and basically, it, it felt like it was a response, like, that's our guy, we're going to hit another Grand Slam on your butts, you know what I mean? So, I really thought that there was 
there's just such an energy to it. Did it matter in a vacuum? Was it as remarkable in a vacuum? No. Myers had been doing and hitting really well all season. It's not like this was his wake-up call or anything like that. He had been performing exceptionally well. And for him to come in and we just start the game off like that, it was so exciting. It was really sticking it to those Rangers to just sit down, shut up, and just accept your L's with dignity, please. Shout out Will Myers, arguably the best moment for me, uh, my favorite moment of his from the season, because he had so many uh, great hits, and obviously I know that he had the big hits in the playoffs too, but it's just, man, Myers is so much fun this season. Like, I really think it can't be stressed enough how clutch, like, his clutch numbers were actually really good, just big hits all the time for the Padres, and in my opinion, this was a big one, not in terms of just winning the game, but winning back the kind of the momentum and really feeling like the team is back behind, and we're not going to go quiet after what you guys did to us last night. We're going to come back out and whoop your butts even harder than last night. So that's my number 12 moment uh, in the top 20 moments of the 2020 Padres. Now moving on to number 11. This one is a roast of myself, partially. It is Eric Hosmer's six RBIs in the very first game of the season, scoring the team's first of what ended up being, obviously, many runs of the season from the bottom of the sixth inning. Remember, this was, again, this is another uh, a shot at Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner had actually been dealing for most of this game. He looked pretty sharp. The pitches looked like they were fooling everybody on the Padres, and it was more of the same old Padres, you know? We're like, okay, here they are. They're all striking out. You can see the power. You can see people lifting the the ball up, but just no types of contact whatsoever. Obviously, that didn't, that wasn't fortuitous of all, at all with what the Padres ended up doing. They were one of the better on-base teams in baseball, but it was really great not only for them to score these runs against Bumgarner, of all people, who I can't stand uh, in the first game, but instead it was that it was just this long game. And then Eric Hosmer, who I famously, again, this is a roast of myself, the week before uh, opening day, I believe it was the last episode we did before the first, um, like the crossover episode with um, Miller Thomas of Lockdown Dimebacks. I did uh, two episodes called The Roast of Eric Hosmer, where it was my friend uh, that I know personally, and then Ryland Styles of Lockdown uh, Royals. We got on and we basically talked about, you know, the worst contracts in baseball and in honor of Eric Hosmer or the not honor of Eric Hosmer. And we talked about why he isn't good and all of these things. And for the very first game, for him to come in and launch two balls into center field and one into left field, I believe. Believe, uh, to drive in the six runs and he was the main RBI producer it just felt right you know what I mean it felt like a slap to me like a uh, <laughs> you know everybody make fun of me it was fine but it was really just it was a very me moment it felt very much like okay yeah I get it you, you, you got me this time Eric and what was great is Hosmer ended up having a pretty decent season again I still don't love his glove at first base I still think he's one of the more overrated uh, defensive players at the position and probably one of the worst ones actually not even overrated just straight up one of the worst players defensively at the position but this year not too bad I think he's one of the more intriguing storylines very secretly uh, for next season because I'm really curious to see if the launch angle thing apart about, about his swing is legit and if maybe he becomes a power guy to make up for the fact that his on base percentage is only like 330 maybe he becomes a guy that can club like 30 home runs for us that would be that's something that I'm going to be paying serious attention to next season but of course guys yes that is it for the Jake Cronenworth tier of this top 20 moments countdown for the 2020 Padres guys to reiterate 
Numbers 15 through 11, guys. Number 15, Cronenworth's great defensive plays in one of the first games. Cronin wizardry that he ended up playing for the Padres, subbing in for Eric Hosmer. Number 14, Myers' home run off of Madison Bumgarner in the bottom of the first, which basically signified and started the end of Madison Bumgarner's season, who I do not like very much. And then number 13, Zach Davies' eight innings, eight clutch innings when we really needed them from a starting pitcher against the Houston Astros. Number 12, Myers' Grand Slam against the Rangers the day after. The day after the Tatis 3-0 incident, in my opinion, the most underrated moment of the 2020 Padres season. And number 11, which we just talked about, Eric Hosmer's six RBIs in the very first game, scoring the team's first of what would end up being the many runs that they would have throughout the season. And just a slap in the face to yours truly for roasting him very, very recently on the pod at the time. That's all you're going to get for the countdown today, guys. Now I need to talk to you about something else. We're covering everything you need to know about the Padres and these moments, I understand. But what about the rest of sports, you might ask? You might ask, because you're a smart person. You might be asking, what about the rest of sports? I want to hear about more stuff. Well, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's a brand new show from the network, and it's hosted by the great, the great one, Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Get that in under 20 minutes. Nice and fresh and quick for you guys. Subscribe to the Lockdown Today podcast wherever you're podcast. Really cool initiative from the network. I've listened to it myself. It's killer stuff, guys. Even I will be appearing on that every now and then. That's all I'm going to say about that, though. Uh, in terms of the future of this podcast, guys, though, uh, tomorrow we're releasing the next tier of the top 20 moments of the 2020 Padres. Numbers... 10 through 6 on the list. Those are really fun. This is when we really start getting into the juicy stuff. Like the real juicy stuff. All the ones that you, when you hear top 20 moments and you start, you know, all the, the ideas are fermenting in your head. These are the ones that start popping up in your head. You know, the previous ones I just talked about are the ones that kind of get forgotten a little bit. Now we're getting into the juicy stuff. So look forward to that, guys. Uh, and then next uh, Tuesday, it'll be Tuesday or Wednesday, one of the two days, uh, will be the last, the final five. The final five and the honorable mentions will be uh, what we get on Tuesday. But for tomorrow, you can expect numbers 10 through 6 the next tier. And then also next week, going to have my chat with Stacey Gatsoulias of Locked On Yankees finally come out, which I've been teasing with what feels like forever. And then I think I'm probably going to release what I ended up doing with... Um, Miller Thomas many weeks ago about the NL West and the current position of the thing because I think it's going to be fun listening to us. We talked, this is a while ago. The chat is a little bit old, but I still think it's a really fun chat that you guys are going to enjoy. Miller's the best. Uh, definitely go check out his podcast at Locked On Dimebacks. But with that all being said, guys, I have talked enough. That about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast, wherever. Just just search it up. You'll find it. And while you're at it, give me some five-star reviews on the Apple Podcast app. I would greatly appreciate that very much to start off 2021. Well, not start off 2021 anymore. I mean... We're like 28 days in. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a while now, but still, it's still 2021. That would be a nice thing for you guys to do for me. Follow the show or myself on Twitter. That is at LO underscore Padres or my account, which is at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My fire faithful homies, take care. Let's-